Hey again, this is Ed Pedersen, and you've arrived at the Slide Area, the podcast of all things slide guitar. Uh, my guest this time out is the amazing, stupendous Jack Pearson. Some of you may know Jack from the Allman Brothers Band, but what you may not know, but we learned in a previous episode with Leroy Parnell, if you were paying attention, if you tuned in, was that Jack and Leroy Parnell were in the same band together as youths, as youngsters. Just ponder that fact for a minute. Jack Pearson and Leroy Parnell in the same band. Boy, wouldn't I love to see that and hear that. Amazing. So the other treat we have this episode is that I was able to interview Jack in person, where he gives lessons at Cotton Music in Nashville, Tennessee. That's right. You can take lessons from Jack. Just go to Cotton Music, call him up, say, I want to take a lesson with Jack Pearson, and you can learn from the master directly. Unbelievable. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I bring you Jack Pearson. Well, how did you get started in slide? Let's let's start there. Like when I was a kid, my brother, oldest brother, taught me. He was 18 years older than me, and uh, he played guitar. And he came in after he showed me some stuff with a slide, and uh, he said, "Here, boy, you need to learn how to play slide." <laughs> so I said, "Well, what do you do with it?" He said, "You put it on your finger and you use that as the fret." And uh, he said, "I don't know how to do it, but you need to learn how." I don't know why he did that, but I'm so glad he did. And you were already playing Steve. Yeah, I've been playing about a year. About a year. And he gave me a slide, so. And so. That you, got me started. You were playing, so then did you, and so you, you, you dug it, obviously. Oh, and yeah. Started, yeah. Now, did you get into the open tunings at that yeah. point, or? Yeah. yeah, I've always been into all of them. I've got about six tunings I use now. Such as? Uh, open D, Open G. The standard, of course. Right. And then uh, I have a minor tuning, and I have a seventh tuning. Okay. And I also have a sixth tuning, like a G6. Huh. And, uh, of course, they all got their strengths and weaknesses. You know? Right. But uh, but I'll, when I was growing up, I just had one guitar. Yeah. So in the middle of a song, if I wanted to play slide, I'd just pull out the slide and start playing in standard tuning, right. which is still what I do. Right, so if you're doing a gig, you're not retuning, you're just kind of... Well, no, I mean, I'll take a guitar for open tunings, too. Oh, you will? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 With my band, I have a, you know, I'll have a couple of, I'll have a Strat, a Tele and stuff, and then I'll have an old Silvertone and Open D or something. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll send you some links to some videos so you can... I was watching some on YouTube. Oh, okay. It was great. There's some newer ones that are pretty good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be great because yeah. um, I'm just, I'm endlessly fascinated by, you know, everybody's got their own thing. Right. And everybody's got their own way of doing it and... And it's amazing, you know, like like Arlen's thing was like, no man, metal. You gotta have metal on metal. Yeah. And then Sonny's like, well, you know, I tried everything, yeah. but for me, it's glass. And then, yeah, man, I've got fifty slides at home, and but I end up using a glass most you of do. the time. Yeah. Is there a special reason for that? That's like the overtones. You do. Yeah. Okay. But if I want a harder sound, you know, I'll use the. Do you, do you, do you, you think? Know, I have a a bone slide. Somebody okay. made me out of bone, 
and uh, and just walked up to the stage and handed it to me when I was in the Allman Brothers. And I, it was just in a package, so Red Dog took it, and, and then he gave it to me the next day. And I opened it up, and it fit perfectly. And it's good for, like, Resonator, the old blues stuff. Yeah. Because I remember reading about guys using bones and stuff. But, Is uh, that right? Yeah. See, but I, 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 don't, I don't like it on the electric, though. Do you find that the... when you Okay, so let's talk about steel versus glass. Mm-hmm. Do you, some guys think they get more sustain out of steel than glass. Do you are you in that camp or not really? It I'm kind of known for getting a lot of sustain, but part of it is how you attack the string. Mm-hmm. And I don't use extra high action either. That's my next question. Right. right. So between your standard tuning guitar and your open tuning guitar, there's not much difference, no. at, if at all. No. Nothing. No, no, I keep them as low as I can. Really? Yeah, because I just want to play. You know? Right, right, right. And intonation, I would imagine. Right, and the scale lengths. Ah. You know, determine the intonation. Uh, <clears throat> I've gotten to where I just, you know, the the silver tone. I don't know what scale it is, but mm. it works good. But it's like uh, in between scale. And that's an open D. That's the it's one. It's open, open D, D. Yeah, but it's it's got a. That guitar has problems, so it's not really good for playing standard, you know. Yeah. The fingerboard's weird, but but <laughs> it, the tone, cool. it's like, a, a, it's it's hollow and it's masonite and it's got those old DeArmond pickups. And, <laughs> but those can be pretty, they have the sound unto themselves. Yeah, these really do. Because, yeah. like, for instance, I, uh... I recently finally got my, I, I, I traded an old guild acoustic for this guy that had a parts caster. And he, you know, he, he, I guess he thought he was getting the better of the deal, but I was making it into a cooter caster. You right. Know, have you seen oh, what yeah. Rye does, oh, yeah. right? Arlen's got one. And, right. And that, those, that, that, was it Tysco? Is that how they say it? The yeah. Tyscos versus that lap steel thing. Yeah. And, and the ability to blend them is so cool, man. Um, There's something about those old single coil pickups. You know? The arm one's the same kind yeah. of a way, you know. I found this Strat in a pawn shop a few years ago, and I took it over to Fender's A&R place and asked James, I said, what kind of pickups are these? And I, I told him what they look like. I said, they sound great, you know. They're low output, but he said, oh, those are the ceramic magnets that nobody likes. <laughs> I said, well, I like them. So, <laughs> How do I get more? Yeah, I mean, it's just... Uh, so, I don't know. We used to be told you had to have this or that mm. to do this, you know, but... Was it through a lot of you know, experimentation? You Dwayne. You can tell he's playing a strat on some of that muscle shoal stuff, but... His touch and tone is still the same. And what was it? Well, that was, I bet, but he was using the neck pickup still, right? Or not? Maybe not. not. Maybe not. No, he used a bridge pickup a lot. That's what I thought. Most of the time, saying yeah. it's For the, Statesboro and stuff, that was a bridge It pickup. sounds like the bridge to me, and I hear people say it's the neck all the time, and I'm like, it doesn't no. sound that way to me. No, if they say it's the neck all the time, they don't really know. They don't know. That's, see, that's the other reason behind it. I asked Dickie about all that stuff. He's like, bridge pickup, everything full on. Really? Yeah. And you can change the tone with your right hand, you know. Oh, yeah. That's interesting. See, that's the other reason I decided to do this, too, because there's an awful lot of myth going on. Right. 
And it's really sad because, I mean, how, uh, how long did it take you to get proficient when you were starting to really dig in on the slide? <laughs> on the slide. Well, everybody sounds like a cat fight when they first start. You yeah, know? tell me I about mean, it. Just messing with the intonation and stuff. And I figured out that, you know, to fret the note, get the pitch in my ear, and then play it with the slide. And I, and I still practice that way. Mm-hmm. I'll play a couple of licks with my fingers and then play it with the slide to try to get the intonation. Huh. Yeah. And so I've always tried to work on that, you know, to be able to play in tune and stuff. But was it like years before no, you no, felt no. comfortable and getting out in front no, of people? No, no, I started playing immediately. So. Right away. Yeah. And, and... I mean, oh. I would shit it. I'd play... Oh, okay, so that's my next question. How how many hours a day were you putting in on it? As much as my folks would let me. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing they didn't. Uh, like my old man was yelling at us. Oh yeah, stop that! You're driving us crazy. Yeah, you know? yeah. I remember when they passed away. Now I remember asking them when they were older. I said, "I'm sorry, I drove y'all crazy learning how to play." And, both of them said, oh, y'all, didn't, you didn't bother us. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but at the time, it seemed like I was. But, <laughs> you know, anybody learning to play something, you just got to put the hours in. I mean, what do you I mean, do? Yeah. Most of the scientists say it takes 10,000 hours. to. There's an interview with Charlie Parker, and they ask him how long, much he practiced. I'm not sure what you said there. And he said... Uh, <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> he said, uh, you know, 10, 12... Hours a day for four or five years, you know that. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you got to pay attention to the detail. I see a lot of guys try to play slide, and you can tell that they haven't spent the time to really get the finesse of how you come off of a note. You know. That's the like big that. thing. You know, it's like guys. One, some, but one of the guys I interviewed was like, "Yeah, it's it's not so big a deal to go up." He's like, have you ever tried practicing going down? You have to practice everything. Yeah, you know. You know, and I'll play a couple of things. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's still ringing. It's still sustaining, because I didn't overplay the string. If you play the string hard, it splatters underneath the slide. Okay. Now. I left home when I was 17, on the road, stuck in motels, practicing without an amp. And I, it helped me develop a touch. Because if you can make that sound good acoustically, then when you plug up, you got even more sustain because of the amps operating the body and stuff. I, I've noticed that, and I've started myself, personally, I've been starting to practice without anything. Right. Because it can mask a lot of problems, oh, yeah. you know. I mean, even just practicing the half steps. You know, to get each note in tune and vibrato. Uh, a lot of guys that come to me for lessons, their vibrato, they have a frantic, Right. They can't get the in-between. They can do slow and then real fast. But to develop that that mid, you know, you have to have right. control of the slide to be able to do that. Any speed you want. You know, like a singer. Right. Or a horn player, you know. So, um, and, 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 and that's a personal thing, too, you know. If you want to sound like Muddy Water, you know, you got to do that little faster thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So you practiced at all speeds, obviously. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Slow, fast, and in yeah. between. And, and same thing with fingers, too. You know, you have to do that. So I'll, try to, I'll play a lick. And then play it with my slide. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just awesome. that standard tune. Right, right. And then... Um, when I was a teenager, would be on stage and they would and didn't know how to play good in standard tuning. Hooked on E tuning because of Dwayne and stuff. Right. So in between songs, they wouldn't give me time to tune, so I just tuned this up. Right. To get the open, and then I accidentally hit this one, which gave me a seventh. Ah. And then I was like, oh man. So this is one of my tunings. Huh? That makes total sense. Yeah, and I can get 13 chords like that. Oh, that's so much easier that yeah. way. So all you did was go up on the on the G string a half the G sharp. Step. Up so then you have E, B, and you can still play. Of course. And the same thing with like a minor tuning. Like I'll go up. Ah, see now this, the, yeah. Okay. And Matt, uh, let's see, no, Skip James, he used to minor tuning a lot. That right. Texas blues stuff, you know, so I would hear that. And I just put a slide with it. So I kind of borrowed that from him. Yeah. And, uh, and he did the same thing in G, <clears throat> changed that to a minor. That's fantastic. And see, this is one of the things that fascinates me too. And I, it's, it's funny, I'm talking to you right after I talked to, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy, David Tronzo. Yeah. You know, right. So, and he played with High and a bunch yeah. of other people. Yeah. And, uh, and Sonny put me with him because I was like, man, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, I, I got this session, I got a call for, I, I went to do a jazz session. Mm -hmm. And, they called out a blues, right? So I'm like, no problem, man. I'll right. play some slide blues. This is jazz blues. Right. You got all those 13, 9, 11s, th you know, things going on. I right. And Sonny started laughing. Yeah. And that's when he said, hey, man, you got to call Tronzo. So the, and the reason I bring David Tronzo up is because uh, this is part of the thing I'm really getting into now is that um, changing the tunings ever so slightly. Right. From standard, so you can get a wider right. uh, uh, vocabulary and voicing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's and, and cool. And even in standard tune, you know, I'll play all these chords, you know, the. Right. So I, I learned how to play the standard. <laughs> Jazz with the slide on my finger. 
Okay. So if I go up and play a Wes. Throw in that. I, I got heavy into bebop in my mid-twenties. And I was okay. on a jazz gig. And they started playing... Uh, what, what do you need? Thelonious Monk Tune. Right. And for some reason, I pulled out my slide and tried to play the melody with that. And the horn players just loved it, you know. And uh, But I don't do that very often. But... Uh, Right. So it's cool. It makes total it's hard. sense. It's hard. Yeah. <clears throat> like in like in uh, a ballad. Like a Duke Ellington. The diminished stuff. Cause you have these big wide jumps. Right. So I had to figure out how to make that seem like one motion with my left hand. Right. While my right is doing this blocking and stuff. Like that. <laughs> and so then, if you think of that as four notes with the slide, you're gonna be stuck and make it jagged sounding. But if I think of those first three as going from here to there, I ah. see this middle note is there timing wise because my timing is getting to that note so, so I can do that triplet in between. Gotcha. Now, does the, uh, is that, that what? You know, that's just, <laughs> it's so subtle. It's fine tuning that technique, you know, to be able to do that. Right. And it's not always doable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Slide is like... Um, it's a beast, man. It really is. Just the intonation, you know. Now, do, do, so is that why you wear the slide on your ring finger rather than the pinky? I all the fingers, and with the pinky, it, uh, it kind of put my wrist in a different position because I had to get around like this. Right. See? And uh, it always bothered my wrist. And then I read that Dwayne used... The middle, third finger, and uh, <clears throat> so I tried that. I tried every finger really. Huh. When I was a kid, you know, because uh, Dickie Betts and Bonnie and they would use a they used finger. that. Yeah, they used. Yeah. yeah. And uh, gosh, I remember even trying to use the first finger, you know. But I don't know how that would work. It yeah. Didn't. Not for me. There's there's so a guy on YouTube. Have that for there's this. a guy on YouTube who claims it was Dwayne who used the. A middle finger. No. I know. No, it's the third finger. It's the third finger for sure, right? Yeah, yeah. And a lot of the blues guys used to, I don't know, it's just a good finger. For me, it let me play these chords. Ah, see, that was what I was going to ask. It, it, it allows you to do that. Yeah, because like this chord and these 13s, see, I can't reach... I can't spread it out. It puts you in a funky with this, position. That's what I've always wondered because... For some reason, I started on the pinky, and I started getting it here in the elbow, right. man. Yeah. Okay. It, I have to. I can't bend my wrist because of that tendon. Yeah. And with and me, other guys, it doesn't bother. It doesn't bother. Right. It's the weirdest thing, though. But I'm with you on that. Like, 
I, I wish I had it started with the pinky. Now the pinky is cool if you're using just purely open tuning so that you can, you can do the standard chord shapes. But if you have to do any of that, those those jazz inversions and stuff, yeah. forget about it. I found it impossible yeah. with the pinky. Well, just the, the way the, the, like that chord. You can't do it with it on your pinky. You, you can't reach up here with it your twists, finger. It twists you around, right? Yeah. You can reach up there with your third finger. Yeah. You know. Not properly, right. yeah. But to get that seventh, you know, a chord like that, or... Huh. Yeah, that's why I chose it. So that's why. Okay. And I, I didn't, uh, you know, to hold the, the slide up off of the strings while you're, even if you're just playing a boogie woogie, you got to hold that slide up off of there. And it's a lot easier the there. It was for me. And also, I bet you, you don't have to get your hand in a weird position when you're not playing doing that. Right. You and know, because if they, you, yeah, because if you have your, yeah. This is what I teach people, and I have this online instructional thing too. Oh, cool. Uh, Jack Pearson guitar. Okay. And uh, so I put all this stuff in there. Because when you're playing like this, you know, and then I just put the slide on, and it's the same position. Oh, that's great. I don't have to change yeah. my right, my left hand position. Right. Other guys, when they're playing, and I see them do this, and then they have to change their hold. It you know? does. But I mean, it doesn't bother Sonny or anybody, you know. I feel it's crazy to watch some of those guys do it. I'm like, and, and that's where I hit a brick wall, I think, because when my when my elbow started right. hurting after after about two years of doing yeah. that, yeah. I was actually getting good. Yeah. I thought, well, acceptable, you know, like at one point when I was a teenager or 20 years old, if I want to sound like Dwayne, I'd put on a corsetting bottle on my third finger. Mm -hmm. If it was a tune, a Johnny Winter type tune, I'd put my metal slide on my pinky. <laughs> to do the Johnny Winter because I knew that's what they did. And after a while, it's like, I've got to choose one or the other because it just wasn't working for me, you know. That's... I couldn't play in tune as well with one or the other. That's so. interesting. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I think it's important to encourage, and I want some of the younger people coming right. up, that's the whole purpose of this, is try a lot of different things, but if your elbow yeah. starts hurting oh, yeah. you, right. reevaluate right. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There's oh, several younger, really nice slide players here in town, and I get with them. I'm the old man now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> try to pass some of this stuff along, you know. Yeah. Um, there's a guy down in Georgia that's good, and uh, um, and three or four here in town. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I interviewed Johnny Highland. Yeah. Who's, but he's crazy. He plays only in standard, and he's just going, man. And yeah. I'm like, well, Warren, he only plays in standard. Warren plays in standard. Yeah. Huh. I want to, yeah, I, I need to talk to, I've, I've reached out to Derek. I haven't reached out to Warren yet because I just couldn't find any obvious contact with him. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because everybody's different. And I got to say, yeah. I've learned uh, there's something it's a personal thing. It, it's, it's such a personal thing. thing. And it's something that, like, you need to take your time and have a conversation with yourself right. after absorbing all this. Because, man, it's, you know, and, I, and I, I started out with the blues, but I'm not really interested in playing blues anymore. Well, in you the know? 70s, there was only like a couple of slide players around, <clears throat> you know. And, uh, and then I was in a band in 77 with Leroy Parnell, and we both played slide, you know.
Have you talked to Leroy? I have, and I've been yeah, trying to get to with him. him and and uh, he's a great slap player. Oh and, yeah, he's fantastic. We both cut from the same cloth, you know. He was um, one of the first guys that, because he was in the popular realm as a singer yeah. and an artist, that I heard doing it, and I went, oh, "I want to do that," yeah. you know. Yeah. And and it's funny, man. I ran into him. I sat on a bar stool next to him down at. Um, 12 South, and and I just didn't want to say anything yeah. to him. I didn't want to bother, you know. He, he seemed like he was having a you know, kind of relaxing time, so I left him alone. But definitely I want to talk to him because um, I know he's got a whole nother approach, um, yeah. you know, to... And it's it's fascinating, man. I was watching um, Derek play. Him and Sonny were doing a duet thing on one of those crossroads uh, yeah. things, you know? And and it was great because I totally respect where both of them are coming from, like big time. Yeah, different and, places. But but watching them duet, and Sonny's doing this harmonic thing, and then all of a sudden Derek ripped off this Indian thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. Yeah, he's been studying that for a while. Oh, man, you know, and, and see, and I'm interviewing a VM bot, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, right. So, and that's a whole nother thing. Right. So, 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 and that's the whole purpose here is to try to get everybody, like, you should go, like, and I have a friend of mine who studied with one of the Hindustani guys, and mm-hmm. he was like, man, they, they made us practice 10 hours a day. Oh, yeah. I mean, I went back and studied all the early blues guys, you know, because... Most of them played a little slide. Like Blind Willie Johnson, he's one of my favorites. Yeah. He's just such a feel and, and played such great stuff. And um, I mean, he was a big influence on Dwayne and Rakuter and Leroy and I, you know. You're right. Yeah, right. so we, come, we have that in our, not bag of tricks, but it's part of what we've studied, you know. And... Uh, but with me, I just want to play the same melody I would with my fingers with the slide. Right. It's not always possible, you know. I mean, I can't physically, I can't physically play, the, you know, some of those fast bebop lines or anything because the interval jumps. But, but, uh, but you tried and you practiced it. I can play it slow, you know. Hmm. So if I want to play... Um, uh, Right? Right. But with the fingers, it would be, you know, know, it would be like that. I can't play it that fast with the slide. So I play the same melody slower with the slide. Right. Right. Which makes it very personal. Yeah. Exactly, and and maybe more horn-like, maybe yeah, in a way, yeah, and more vocal-like. I was crazy about Mahalia Jackson and those kind of gospel singers, and I try to do that with the slide. Her vibrato was great, you know. So if you listen to some of my solos and stuff, you'll hear that in there too. Yeah, it just all leaks out, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and are you playing strats most of the time, or? So you got the silver tone for open D. Yeah. And, and when you're playing standard. Whenever another silver tone, I'll keep in G. And okay. I've got a couple of strats, a couple of tellies, you know, for different things. I have one strat set up with a, a sixth tuning, like a lap steel tuning. Because mm-hmm. I always like the lap steel sound. But uh, I've only played on guitar, so I've got one set up for that. 
Which means you have to redo the nut and it's like right. these strings are moved up here. Uh, this string is down here. So <laughs> right. And then there's a there's a string on the third string that's in between the the fourth. It's only a half step different from the fourth string. So it has to be a bigger string. Right. To give you that sixth tuning. And you're playing, but you're not. Uh, no, you're playing like this. You're playing straight up. But, yeah. But have you ever tried? Oh yeah. Lap? I have, I have so you lap. play a lap and everything. Yeah, but I, I can't play it as good as I can like. As this. you can straight up, uh, right? Huh? Because I've spent forty-five years doing this. <laughs> <laughs> and only if you know through the years, only a few months. If you add it up all the time. Right. Right. Playing in my lap. But I'm sure you get called for a session to play a lap. It's not that big a deal. You know, you could play with song. And, you know, eh, yeah, but with this, I could do it probably do like this. Better, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah I can do it better. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. More in tune and stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, that's the other key. Because it is a totally different approach. Right. And, I, and that's another thing I tr I've been trying to get both sides. Because, mm -hmm. of course, Bot plays, you know, lap. Yeah. lap. And I've gotten a lot of lap guys, and I've gotten some dobro guys. You know, it's all a totally different thing. Oh, yeah. And I've got, oh, man, I got some of the Sacred Steel guys. Oh, yeah. Now, see, I did a, a show with Willie Eason. He's one of the founders of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I had the same lap steel that he was using, that old Epiphone, which I actually gave to Arlen. Okay. And uh, passed <laughs> it along to Arlen. And, uh, but... You know, getting to play with Willie, and it was just him by himself. You know, he sang and played, and he would answer himself, and it was, you know, so special. It's something you know? else. Yeah, and uh, yeah, well, and I think he used to eat in. You know? I think most of yeah, because there's been a they some of them use completely different from. Oh yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. There's there's no standard sacred yeah. steel thing. I thought there was. And there's not. It's not like an E9 or this. And I talked to a couple of them, and they just have their own completely different, yeah. which is so cool. Because yeah, it's a personal thing. Yeah. To get to that melody, how you want to play it. It was funny. I talk, I was talking to Calvin Cook, you know, as one of those guys. Yeah. And <laughs> this is great. His two favorites are Jimi Hendrix and Yes. Right. This is a Sacred Steel guy. Because yeah, yeah. I asked him, I said, hey, you know, I was watching, you're using a lot of effects and stuff on these. Like, he goes, well, you ever hear this band? Yes, I really got into them, man. <laughs> um, I was like, I didn't expect to hear that, right. but yeah. okay, you yeah, know. I mean, his, you, I think a lot of guys close themselves off and they're like into just one thing. But mm -hmm. I've never been like that. Right. I mean... That's kind of your Anything that sounds good, I want to learn how to do it. Right. And that's the way it was when I was growing up. I played in bands where, even when I was a teenager, I was in two or three bands, and one of them would be playing country and rock and southern rock or whatever, you know. Right. So you might play a George Jones tune or Merle Haggard tune. He just passed away yesterday. Yeah. And then go into a Jimi Hendrix tune. So it was all over the place. Right. Yeah. Well, when you were in the Allman Brothers, were you the one covering Dwayne's stuff? Is yeah, because it was me and Dickie, yeah. So, yeah, you're, so even, yeah, because yeah. I guess Dickie didn't have to do a lot of that stuff when Dwayne He, he would play slide on acoustic things, but he really liked my playing, so he's like, you do all the slides, so. Huh. Yeah. Wow, that must, that must have been a blast. It was, yeah. And how long did you do that for? Well, I, I first subbed for him 
he had to go to rehab in 93, and I right. stood for him. And then when he came back, I started playing with Greg Allman's solo band. That's right. So I did that for until 97. Warren left for the government mule thing, and Greg called and asked me to join the brothers. And uh, Dickie and I played together and hit it off. And uh, But then I started having bad tinnitus ringing in my ears, and <clears throat> I left in 99. 99. Yeah. So that was a good run, though. Yeah, and I've played with them since, you know. So we've done tours where it's me and Derek, me and Warren, and me and Dickie. So I got to do it all. <laughs> the first tour was me and Warren, because we've been friends since the mid-'80s when he used to live here. Yeah, I thought he did. He lived here at one point, right? He did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's when we met. And huh. um, he was playing in Dickie's solo band at the time. Oh, is that where it came yeah, from? Yeah, so when they put the brothers back together, he brought uh, Warren in. Okay. Huh. So there's no more brothers now, huh? They broke up in uh, like, 2014. Yeah, like two years ago. We just put a new band together. It's Butch and J-Mo, Mark and O'Till and me. So there's five of us. And uh, we have three, Pat Bergeson, Bruce Katz on keys, and uh, Lamar Williams' son is singing. Oh, wow. And it's called Labrares, which means the brothers. Yeah. So And we just did two shows. That I'm making two Pat's weeks ago. Great too. Oh, Pat's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've seen him play a bunch. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. So it's man. very exciting. Yeah, we're we're hitting it. Well, yeah, especially since they're not around anymore, it gives yeah. people a chance to see it. And you're doing a tour with that now. Yeah, so we're playing people... in uh, Florida next week. Wow. We're doing a festival. So that's cool. People can still go out and hear yeah. the material and hear you guys who played the material. Yeah, and it's rocking. Oh, I bet it. It is. sounds authentic, so because you know, there's five of us on stage. <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic. Yes, yeah, so that's fun. I still have my band. I have an organ trio, and we play a variety of styles. And right, so you're still playing town. all over town. Yeah, we'll, we'll play again in May. In oh, maybe I'll be back by then. You know, I've been here for 14 years, and um, my wife just got transferred to London. Oh wow. So that's why that's where you're going. going. That's where we're going. We're going to London. Wow. They're paying for everything. We get to keep our house here. Oh, right. Yeah, so we'll do that Airbnb thing, you know, because I built a recording studio in the house and wired the walls because we have like a 30 foot ceilings out in the. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I I recorded a guitar concerto that I wrote uh, for the symphony last year and put. Omni mics up on the balcony. Yeah. Oh man, it sounded great. And you just you and speaking of tinnitus, to avoid the tinnitus, you go and you play off the monitors in right. the in the control room. Right. That's a big deal, I'm yeah. sure you, for you too. I have to do that. You know, some of the, these sessions where you have to sit in the room with the drums and track and stuff, I can't do it anymore. It's too and much. Uh, McAnally said that Sonny can't do it anymore either. Oh really? Yeah, he's, he's, not... he's got it real bad. So. I don't know what we can do about it. I mean, once I... It, it, you have to be careful, you know I mean? I was pretty careful, and then all of a sudden, man, it's I just like... I was. But... Me too. <laughs> I, I, and all of a sudden, last year, like, 
last September. It's just out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it was so great. Now I've got it sort of under control. It's it's always there. I don't know if it's always there for you too. I have like two or three different tones in the left ear and two or three different tones in my right. And they kind of change. Sometimes they're not in harmony with one another. Right. It makes it really hard to sleep. Yeah. And uh, I just have to try to be careful uh, Things can set it off. Like if I'm in a restaurant and somebody breaks a dish, you're like that frequency just almost knock you out. Yeah, I went over to Vanderbilt and had them do testing. Yeah, they sort of figured out it was around eight k. Yeah, seven thousand something. So there you go. Symbols and you know. Yeah. So I try to avoid that and. You know, it's hard with slide, you know, because right. you're up on, you know, you got those old tones. I have to wear plugs all the time. Do you? Just to get used to it. Yeah. I've had a bunch of them made, and sometimes I'll just use the phone plugs. But, mm-hmm. You know, a harmonica, mm-hmm. I can't be in the same room with it anymore. Those really? frequencies, when they go up to the high notes, uh-huh. it'll knock me out. Really? Yes, sir. Really hurts. Yeah. It's so, a pain in the butt. Yeah. Man. It, it, it <laughs> sucks. You know, sucks. <laughs> you know, trumpets or even fiddles, you know what I mean? It's just that high frequency. You know? There's a certain When you go up here, you know. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Yeah. So, I'm learning to not do that. <laughs> no, I'll do that. I'll just wear earplugs. <laughs> they have those things, what are they called? DBs or something? I got I got them. They they cut ten DB or ten to fifteen DB, yeah. but they still let all the frequency yeah. through. I have some with all kinds of different I had filters. to use those when I was doing the, 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 the concerto. Yeah. because uh, the control room wasn't done yet. Right. And now it's beautiful. You know, I play on the monitors and cool. it's way better. Right. You know, I, I do a lot of, with my right hand, with my fingers, but I also play with a pick. Oh, so you time. do that? Okay, let me... Sometimes. So sometimes you play with the pick, other times, what style. fingers are you using? I'll, I'll use uh, these three. Thumb, four, thumb. finger, and, and then I do all this blocking. So you do do that muting blocking, oh, yeah. right? With these the other are fingers? always in there. Oh, so, so so it's just like Sonny where you're... Blo- yeah, 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 yeah. So whatever's not being used is resting on something. Yeah. So if I'm playing up here with my thumb, these fingers are covering all these high strings. Gotcha. And if I'm plucking this one, my thumb is covering all of the others. Oh, so you use the thumb for the, the lower ones the when you go up yeah. high. Oh, yeah. Oh, so that's if I'm, pretty smart. And it moves like this. So I think that's probably easier on the hand to do it with the thumb going back up that way. I was doing it way. for years. About 20 years ago, a guy asked me for a slide lesson, and we sat down, and he's like, what are you doing with your right hand? And I looked at it. It just developed naturally. That's pretty Just smart. trying to keep everything quiet. You know, if I'm playing that string, that's the only one that's... Un- that's, un- that's unmuted. Yeah. Right. Right. And, okay. And there's a... You know, it's something like this. Let's see. I'm, I'm stopping the other one when I pluck the other oh, one. Oh, so after you're done plucking the string, it immediately is... Uh, the, the, it stops the, it. Whatever finger you used on that string is falling back on it to mute it. So it doesn't... Well, unless I'm going string. up. Then one of my fingers. Then will take one of the it. other fingers will take its right. place. And if I'm but going down, the same deal. It's but the one that if was I'm just sitting on it. something. Yeah, yeah. If it's just like something like this. So I'm not. That's if I let them ring. 
Oh, that's and great. That's if I stop them. That's so fantastic. It gives them more of a harmonica. But it's such a subtle thing. That's super smart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, it, a, that's an important thing. There's some things where, you know, I just can't get the sound without a pick. Like... That kind of thing. But I then you're a using a pick without the combination of the fingers. No, I, I do. You both. do both. Yeah, I'll, that's just pick. And then I'll do this. Hear the difference in the tone? Yeah. It's cleaner. There's not as many overtones. <laughs> exactly. So it's just a matter of bite and overtone, really. Yeah, an attack. I, I'll use any technique I can. Okay. If I, you know, I'm not opposed to anything. That's fascinating. Yeah. And I, and I started just putting my pick between those two fingers. That way, I can still get ah the clusters. Like the like the. So if you're in the middle of a tune on standard, you put you put the pick between um, uh, first and second finger. the first and second finger, and you can still then use your fingers right. for picking and your thumb, and then right. you can just pick the pick right back and in. It's just, it's just right there like that. <clears throat> That's smart. And then I can still use the pick and fingers. Ah, it just depends on what you need, right? Yeah, and what's going on with the music, Fantastic. the tone, and. There's some things I can't play with a pick that I can finger style, and vice versa, you know. Like if I was going to go something like that, it's easier to do with a pick. Yeah, way know? easier. It sounds <laughs> and like it sounds that. different. If too. I wanted to be staccato, I'll do it with my finger. Right. Right. That's so cool. I'll switch back and forth. Right. That's right. fun. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Now, did you develop a finger style thing before you, uh, or that all happened simultaneously while you were doing slides? Simultaneously, but I had read that Dwayne used played finger style, so oh, so you if just, he did, I got to do it. You got <laughs> <laughs> and then learning the the blues. <laughs> Where you keep the low string going? Yeah. <clears throat> You have to do it. I couldn't do it with a pick. So no. do it finger style. <clears throat> and, and I find that that's one of the hardest things to do is to keep it perfectly even in time and yeah. fill the rest of that right. stuff. When I you, first started learning that Blind Willie Johnson stuff, I sat in my kitchen and I just went like that. And then finally added a You know. Yeah. Of course, I'm not into rap tuning, but... No, no, that's no. That's the right hand technique. You Absolutely. Know. You know, stuff like that. Because it's a pain, man. Oh, it's tough, man. You know, I couldn't do it for a long time. <laughs> couldn't do it for a long time. Worked hard at it. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> I know I did, man. I was killing myself. Well, thanks, Jack. I really appreciate it. Man, this is fun, yeah. This was a treat and a half. Um... I can't thank you enough. So thanks to Jack Pearson for sitting down with me and being so kind with his time over at Cotton Music in Nashville. In the coming weeks and months, we have some more amazing slide guitar players for your 
listening enjoyment, we have Salil and VM Bot. I got to interview both of them. That's going to have to probably be a two-parter because uh, the interview with Salil is 35, 40 minutes and the interview with VM is two hours. And I got to actually record him in performance as well. So mind-blowing. So that'll be coming up in the uh, next couple of months. I also have the great Johnny Highland. I have Gaia Sundstall from Norway and... You might have heard Geyer's music, but didn't realize it was him playing with, say, Jimmy Dale Gilmore and other people. He's unbelievable. So, and on and on and on and on and on. I've got Ariel Posen from the Landreth Brothers. I mean, it, I've literally got a backlog of 20 to 30 interviews that I've done for this slide guitar book that I'm writing. And I will be bringing it all to you in the coming months. So stay tuned. Subscribe on iTunes. Go to my website, edpetterson.com. That's two T's, all E's. And of course, remember to check out the videos that I post for the different players that I'm interviewing and their homepage links. So thanks again. I really appreciate it. Um, it means a lot to me that you tune in and uh, keep the cards and letters coming and I'll see you next time. Take care.